Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey guys, what's up? Jim Graves here with another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. Bad pod, best podcast in the world. And as always with me, Otaku Mac. Hello? Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Sorry, I disconnected. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So we're recording? Yeah. Okay. You want to start us off? Already did. (laughs) So, guys, what we are doing is uh, is kind of trying out the new which is where you can use it through your phone and then you can call your friends and pull them into it. So we're 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 experimenting a little bit, I guess you could say. You yes. know, the talking still has no fucking internet because the talking mic uh, is poor at the moment, so he can't afford internet. It's true. This is yeah. true. But 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 okay, I'll talk. Mike still has his mouth, so you know he can afford. Recording and uh, blacklist people all he wants. That's true. The last podcast did get me in some hot water, but <laughs> uh, I'm okay with that. So. I don't it's really. I don't really think it got you in the hot water. In my opinion, I think what it did was really have somebody else's true colors come out. And I mean. <laughs> To not touch on the subject too much, it it with the true colors thing, it did kind of show somebody that likes to fit and whatnot. But anyways, uh, let's uh, let's get on with this. What are we talking about today, Jen? Let's get it on. Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, the next chapter of Pokemon, <laughs> chapter uh, forty-five. No, we're not. We're talking about how to get into manga. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, we're talking about how to get into manga for anybody that uh, hasn't been in manga before. Um, and uh, and go from there. So, uh, as it's been said a couple times, if you want to get into manga, you just have to write your own, you know, and put yourself into it. Uh, no. Just like the guy from... Uh, uh, was it Manga Diary of a Porn Star? I forgot yeah. what it was called in my head. Yeah, Diary of a Porn Star. Diary of a Porn Star. That's what it was. Diary of a Porn Star. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Totally. So, yeah. let me ask you a question. Have, what? Have you seen Wakanda Forever? No. Okay. I haven't either yet. But, you know, there is a new movie that I want to go see, which is Diary of a Mad Black Woman from Wakanda. Is that to be a joke? Yeah, it's a meme that's going around because of it. It's uh, Tyler Perry's uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I want to see this new movie called Cocaine Bear. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Is that, a a, is that really a thing? It's about a bear who eats cocaine oh. and then kills people because he's high on cocaine. Oh, God. Well, it's like the joke. You know, the scariest apex predator in the world is uh, a bear after he snorted 90 pounds of cocaine. Basically, yeah. Uh, but let me ask you this. How did you get into manga? I got into manga... Um, well, I mean, I didn't know that somebody wrote a manga about me, but uh, I hope it's good. I go, okay. <laughs> uh, no, um, I first started reading manga with uh, a Shonen Jump magazine, per se. Um, I didn't really understand it or anything, so I just kind of put it on uh, a back shelf in my closet when I was younger. And then mm-hmm. when I finally got to middle school, I had friends that read manga. Oh yeah, this is how you read it. this is how you do it. Da 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 da. da. And uh, so I got a few, and then went back and actually read um, that thing like a year after I'd gotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of what started everything off. So yeah, yeah. Um, now I have every American. Um, printed hardcover version of Shonen Jump that's come out, uh, or the magazine, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, my humongous collection that everybody likes to bring up here and there that know who I am. You know, you've you finally been surpassed, and somebody has more manga than you do. Who? Uh, it's, I think it's Omnibus Collector. Omnibus Collector has 5,000. I have over six. He's getting there. He's That's getting okay. there. Just like, That's okay. Look at how far I came. How far do you come? Um, <laughs> don't fucking answer that question. 6,000, I guess. <laughs> it's, like a mach- it's like a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you get into manga? You got into manga, like, earlier and like, a teenager, right? Yeah, I got into manga when I was uh, about 13 or 14. I didn't get into manga until I was in my 20s. Right? So, I got into manga. Well, I mean, I got read, like, Battle Angel Alita, but now I thought that was a comic book, not a manga. Because manga was so not readily available to me, and I had no idea what manga was until, like, later on. Right. You know? Uh, but I got into manga when I was in college. And I believe I've told this story a bunch of times. But I was on my lunch break. I was at this store we used to have called Hastings, and Hastings had a manga section. And I would go there to go look for anime on my lunch break. Because they would have anime for, like, super cheap. Yeah. And one day, I found this glorious manga called Monster Misume. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, this is kind of kinky. I'm going to buy this. <laughs> and then I've never looked back ever since. <laughs> I've bought manga. Uh, like, right. Oh, not all the time. I've slowed down quite a bit. But. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so here's a funny thing. So, you know, uh, maybe about two months ago, Right Stuff finally fulfilled my last two orders that I did with them. And one of them was over, one of them was well over a year old. And the other Uh one was about eight months old. Uh And so I, since then, I haven't really gotten a chance to order any more manga or anything. Um, I may start again, so it's like not that big of a thing for me per se, uh, because then you kind of do have to jump back into reading all of it and everything and whatnot. Uh Yeah. Um, but it was funny getting an email this week from right stuff saying, Hey, your monster Masume volume 16 has finally come in. Let's send it to you. Oh yeah, because 17th coming out. Yeah. I think I think this month. It was it is funny that 16 came in and I was like, so I haven't gotten it yet, but I, I'm waiting. I got my tracking number and everything, so I'm waiting for it to come in. You gotta get those monster titties, you know. Jesus. You gotta, um, it's all about monster titties. So but yeah. Which so you, let me ask. Which you made me think about this too. Uh, uh, collector and his name being Omnibus. Is everything an Omnibus? No, no, it's not. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah. I think it's Omnibus collector or it's near mint condition. I can't remember who or what one was. They confuse me sometimes, but I watch both of them. Oh, okay. They, collect comics and manga so they're very similar yeah 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 but let me ask you this what what do you think the appeal is to manga nowadays like why has manga risen to the ranks that it is now or it's you know so popular um well i would say two things Mm -hmm. one less brain power yeah. Yeah. Since you're not having to sit there and actually visualize all of these characters and um yourself reading like a regular novel, I think it pulls part of that out of it so you don't actually have to worry about that part. Mm-hmm. And then um for two, I feel like it's because people want to get in and read it away instead of watching the anime because we do have a lot more manga that comes out that does have an actual anime adaptation with it as well so if you miss something you can be like oh well i watched the anime episodes for this now i can buy that comic and then read the next one that comes out yeah so i i think that's really the appeal for it is just less brain power mm-hmm. i know for me <clears throat> um like all through high school and whatnot, I did read novels and everything. But then when I got to college, like every novel ended up just seeming like a college book to me. And yeah. so I actually ended up like cutting out a lot of stuff that were more novel based for things that were more learning, um, like my spirit guide uh books or divination or anything else like that you know other things that i was interested in um and not really having that cross-contamination there goes a horde of dogs um not having yep. that, <laughs> not having right that cross, 
Yeah. Not having the cross-contamination, though, of, like, okay, where was I in this novel, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh are they working on chemistry? Oh, wait, no, no, no. The, you know, now it's uh, reading the manga, and it's kind of a cool-down thing. Uh-huh. So... Let me let me let me ask because I wrote some bullet points down for this this stuff. You know, um, do you feel like there is like a barrier of entry to get into manga, or like say, um, what would stop people from reading manga? Um, I think things that would stop people from reading manga also has two. Uh, uh-huh. for for one being like being a manga and being a comic um people might think that it's more for like children yeah no i agree with that part and then uh number 2 i think it's the stigma surrounding manga uh i kind of want to touch on the the for kids part because uh and with manga we do have like Japan is more open when children are younger with their like almost like sexuality almost a little bit like they're not like with like you know like a little bit of fan service here and there and your your manga and stuff like that you know or how like you know exposed they are to it you know uh, because it has grown people writing manga for like 10 year olds and you see Goku's wiener or whatever you know (laughs) yeah 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 uh, but anyways, uh, we were saying about like the stig- stigma. You said, yeah, the stigma of it. Like, who actually reads it? Yeah, who actually reads manga? Like, are you just asking me that, or like, wh- what the stigma is? Well, like, what's the what's the stigma? Because I, I, I have something in my head about it. The stigma more so is that it's more of uh, things for like teenagers and young adults and things like that. Um, not yeah. so much for older grown, people. Yeah, grown people. Like, I think once you get past like twenty four, twenty five, a lot of people are. You shouldn't really be reading manga anymore. So you're saying it's just kid stuff. Kind of, yeah, or like yeah. college level. That's kind of like how like we were with like our anime discussion. Yeah. You know, but like manga is for everybody. We know this, but you like well, this. well, and so let me point this out. I had a friend recently ask me if I had anything they could borrow because they know I have manga and whatnot. Uh huh. And they are strictly a novel reader, and I gave mm-hmm. them stuff, and they go, eh, "It's just not for me" or whatever. And I said, "But I have better better stories, so you could kind of get reading and everything." Mm-hmm. And and they're like, well, it's just not for me, you know, da 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 Which really kind of like, as big of a reader as this person is, because, uh, you know, I talk to them on a regular basis. It's my coworker. And yeah. she has read, like, damn near over 500 books this year alone. So, mm-hmm. and, um, and it just really throws me off on that because, uh, I feel like she doesn't actually think that it's like a real way of reading books. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because she was telling me, Oh yeah, I'll, you know, I'll blow it off in no time. You know, I'll get it done and all that other jazz. Yeah. And it took her like three hours to read a volume of manga. And I said, 
but I thought this was going to be easy. And she was like, mm-hmm. well, there was the whole learning curve. And I told her, well, being an avid reader like you are, it would be good for you to actually learn how to read manga because you're working that muscle to um, be able to read both ways or upside down yeah. or whatever. I, it, I it, makes, to, it makes your brain like ambidextrous. I have to say the biggest hurdle hurdle for me was the fact that I had to learn how to read backwards. Right. Uh, because when I flip flop, because I, I had trouble reading as a child and learning how to read as a child and stuff. But the one thing that got me to read it when I was a child were, were comic books. That was the only thing I would really read were comics, you know? Yeah. But one thing that really kept me from reading manga was the fact that it's backwards. Like, how how does how does this translate into like you know our language and stuff like that you know and how would it translate like in, in like a brain you know when right. I was like reading like that was my biggest fear honestly. Picked up manga. I didn't pick up manga for the longest time. Was the right. fact where I was like, "Am I going to understand this?" Like right. reading it, and there right. are times where there are times where I still, I still get I still get criss- crisscrossed, and I have to go back and read an entire page. And I'm like, okay, well, how is this enough? You know. And you know, here's the other weird thing about it too. Like another instance that I feel like you can allude that to is going to a different country and driving a car. True, true, yeah. yeah. We're, we're so set up on, hey, you know, this is how it is. So you learn it that way. And something on the flip side, you're almost like, how do I do this again? Like, what, what is this? What, what's going on here? You know, I don't and, know what's going on. Yeah. And like I said, your brain's a muscle, so you kind of have to learn all of it. You have to go, yeah. okay, uh, I, can, I can write with my left hand. Now I got to learn how to write with my right hand. You know, you have mm-hmm. to, you have to work it that way. Um, yeah. So the other thing though, that she said isn't actually related, but uh, me and another coworker and my brother and some other people have been talking about starting a D and D game. And I yeah. brought it up to her and she said something the other day that really made me think about manga when she said it. And mm-hmm. she said, I can't do it because of the stipulation of what D&D is about. And we're both sitting there looking at her. And I, I didn't get it, you know, being neurodivergent. And my coworker goes, are you saying because fat white men about 30 play D&D majoritively? Yeah, and, I mean, you could, you could she, say that. And she couldn't say no. You could say that stigma kind of does correlate with manga as well. Exactly. You know. So, uh, so when she said what, that, that's what I have, felt. Yeah, you have all the memes of like the fat guys in their basements with all their love pillows and their manga and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, and and then it was funny because mine and my coworker's first thing to do was to name off a list of about twenty celebrities to her of who plays D and D that we know 
that are these very well esteemed people that don't fit into that. It's like, yeah. Oh my God. No, you're absolutely right. Like once you break down that stigma and break down that wall for like, you know, you can pretty much get into anything. I feel like you could say people are afraid to get into something because they're afraid like of what their peers might think. Right, right. Wait to uh, manga. And manga definitely has that stigma attached to it, you know, of uh, uh, partially being for just perverted white guys, you know, or whatever, whatever, you know, lonely white, lonely guys, you know. Right. Well, uh, but there's also some books that I would say are written for people that probably shouldn't read them even if you're like 25 just because you haven't sorted your life out in the world yet uh, yeah like one that i brought up to her was no longer human and i oh yes i said that one is great it's a roller coaster i said you would love it but i said the other thing that makes it more of a darker humored book is the fact of the original book it's based off of when it was written the guy committed mm-hmm. suicide after he was done with it. You know. Did you know that that got re-released? Yeah, I got like re-released by Juji Ito. No, the older version I think got re-released. Oh yeah, like yeah. It, got, it got reprinted. The I think it was Miura. Yeah, I kind of want to get both to just to to see how like if they're different or not. You know. Oh. Never read yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Juji's it will be. With the other one, I I doubt there will be that much difference. Yeah, I want to say the yeah. guy's name is Mira. Yeah, I think I saw Weeb Daddy picked it up in his haul this month. Yeah, uh, but let me ask you this: because uh, we're coming up on the thirty-minute mark, closely. Uh, how are if you if somebody came up to you and was like, hey? How can you get? How can I get into manga? What manga, or what, what would you recommend to them? Um, Suggestions. Well, well, first it depends on the age, obviously. Yeah, yeah. First thing though, I would do is I would hand them uh, two different volumes. Uh, if it if it was somebody I knew could handle bigger stuff. It would be a Seinen and a Jose. And if it was somebody that I knew was younger, it would probably be a Battle Shonen and a uh, Lovey Dovey Shoujo. So would you stick with like the gender roles in manga? Like, no, that, that's, okay. why I'd, that's why I did them both. Okay, it's so like if you're a boy, you got to read the boys. Yeah. You know. That's why I, I would give them both. You, you never know. If somebody's going to be like, um, oh, what's that one? My Love Story, if somebody's going to enjoy uh, that, or if they're going to like Naruto. You know, you, you're not going to be yeah. able to put a stipulation on that, you know. I have to say, my daughter started getting into manga recently, and uh, she has really enjoyed it. Although I have to police uh, what she reads, because I can't give her... The stuff that I read, so I have to find, go out and literally find things that are age appropriate for a nine-year-old. Right? I'm like this is the hardest thing to do because I don't 
like no like really to show her. So I've kind of just stuck with like Kirby and uh, Pokemon are the two that I've, I've given her. Yeah, well, and the sad thing about that is the the really really younger kid books they've actually gotten away from kind of yeah. They Just because they don't do as well because they're not over here. Like w- we talked about, there is the stigma of that. So people don't say, hey, let me pick up cutesy little manga to let my kid read. You know? Yeah, um, no, that is definitely true. But, I mean, she could read Yokai Watch, but that's like the only other one I can even think about that fits into that. Well, that's, that's what I gave her right now. I'm thinking about getting her the Animal Crossing books. She likes Animal Crossing. Uh, but she, like, I was, I was uh, like, going through my manga unpacking. And she was like, is that Kirby? And I'm like, yeah, it's Kirby. You want to read it? And I gave her the first two books to read. And she thought they were fucking phenomenal. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking Kirby. Like, yeah. Did you, know? you, did you have to tell her how to read them? No, she just started reading it herself. Okay. She knows uh, the different direction? I guess so, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, 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 I just handed it to her. I didn't even tell her to read them. So I don't remember if they're like, uh, they have read this way type of thing in them. Yeah. You know, it has it in the corner or whatever. I don't remember. And yeah. Stuff, you know. I thought about branching her out and letting her try Sailor Moon if possible. But I wasn't for sure if that was a hundred percent kid friendly because I can't remember what all is in Sailor Moon. So she's just been watching the anime for that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> the manga I would say probably not right now. Yeah, here's the Just just because stigma of the the female female relationship. Oh yeah, I mean that's nothing. That's nothing. I don't care about that. You know, I don't yeah. think that's a stigma or or a sticking yeah. point in that aspect. Yeah, you know. But that's that's one of the things that you know we had to watch out for also because you don't know if something. So true, and other people have said stuff. Go listen to our uh, boomers don't understand manga episode. Uh, right in our backlog for for that we talked all about that you know uh, it'll probably be, I bet it'll be reposted Monday probably probably <laughs> 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 yeah but yeah this is a pretty good little conversation we had you know right I think you know yeah right yeah. so wanna- everybody out there thanks for listening our ball rolling again uh, into our fantastic podcast that we have here and we will catch you all later again thanks for listening bye and hope you guys have fun listening you know bye yeah <laughs>